make sure they get through. So yeah, so let's say if I was sitting here and I said, hey, I just remembered I had that pizza this morning. I got to go in the room and digest. I'll be back in a half hour. And then when I went in the room, I had a burrito I forgot about. I got to spend the whole night digesting my food. Everyone would laugh, yeah? But a much subtler process of the body, and the brain is part of the body, a much subtler process, thinking you believe you're the thinker of it. You believe you're the doer of a much more subtle process than digestion. Yeah. Now, digestion, it's obvious we're not doing it. It's obvious we're not pumping the blood. We're not beating our heart. And therefore, we're not overly concerned with it all freaking day. Yeah, Unless you have a problem with the heart or something like that. Yeah, But here, you're in a relationship with another process called thought as the thinker, and then you're extremely interested in the thoughts. Aren't you? Well, you're interested in one thought for sure, that you're the thinker, because every thought that arises is held as I'm the thinker of it or I'm the thought about, basically, yes? So you can see the act of being identified as a self, the first movement of selfing, if you follow this, a mental process, is to claim whatever it comes in contact with, yes? So it has cognition, it has sentience, so the mental state consciousness brings about contact. In other words, we're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, and we're hearing thoughts like I'd see a bird go by. We're seeing thoughts in a certain way, but we hear them, yeah? So that's the conscious contact. Now, the mental process with the selfing says, you're the one who's seeing, you're the one who's hearing, you're the one who's feeling, you're the one who's tasting, you're the one who's touching, and you're the one who's thinking. Yeah. Now, before, if conscious contact is the basic basic of your experience, and you're, very, and you're clear about that, you'll see life is happening. That's how it will be noticed. Yeah? As soon as the mental state claims it, life is happening to you. It's a totally different story. It is a story. Life is happening is what's going on. Life is happening in you is an interpretation. It's a story that the mental state produces, reinforces, implies, insinuates, infers. Yeah? The thought system takes you and me as a body. The thought system pictures you as a body. So if you're thought about, you're thought about as a body. The thought system, that's how it pictures you. When it thinks about you in the past, the you it's thinking about is a body. When it goes back five years ago and you remember how it was in Lake Tahoe that weekend, you're picturing yourself as a body. You can't remember spirit five years ago because spirit doesn't, whatever you want to call it, awareness, spirit, beingness, that cannot be remembered because it always is. But what isn't so has to be remembered to appear to be so. So selfing, there is no long-lasting, independent, separate entity. There is a body, but there's no long-lasting, independent, separate entity called you. So the body is thought about, and then what happens? It remembers you, not then, not in the past, but now. When it's worrying about you as a body in the future... It's worrying isn't in the future, it's remembering you as a body now. Yeah. 
This is called the remembrance of self or the bondage of self, the small s self. Yeah? My sense of self is the feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing. The thought system pictures you as a thing. So every time you're thought about, you're thought about as a thing. So if you're listening, if you have faith, if the faith, and I believe faith is just a force of mind, yeah? There's things called a faith, which would be like Islam or Catholicism, that's a faith. But faith is a force of mind, big M mind, yeah? And the, what, how faith is going to manifest here is what it's put into. So if you have faith in the thought system, it's going to produce tons of anxiety. You're going to be thinking, some shit's going to happen to me later, or possibly could be, and you're not going to con- feel the contraction later, you're going to feel the contraction now. This is why we had that thing that David put up. I haven't thought much about what's unhappening lately, but what's unhappening is it. Because most people are producing effects out of what's not happening. They believe they're going to have cancer five years from now, and then they feel like they have cancer now. Yeah? Or they think about something happened four years ago, and then they feel like that contraction now. Yeah? It's amazing because, like, Jesus Christ, supposedly one of his big miracles is he, he resurrected a guy named Lazarus, you know, brought him back from the dead. We're producing mental miracles all day. We're making shit out of nothing all freaking day. All day. We're producing mental anxiety that mimics the, the physiological and the mental effects of fear with no apparent threat. I've had a fucking dicey action figure life. So many, I'm at least 80 or 90 times, fear was the appropriate emotion to be arising when I was in, you know, shit was happening. That's like 90 times. People are having that before 12 o'clock p.m. in a day. Their mental state's mimicking. They're getting buzzed all day. They're having earth-shattering events all day. And the earth never shatters. Or, like my friends told me, this is the one. And I said, oh, is it just like the one of four months ago? No, this is different. This is the one. And all that's different is a different noun is placed. Before it was Sue, now it's Mary. It's the same, same. So, if there's devotion or faith in the thought system, it's going to seemingly displace you. And seemingly is the incredible word, because it means it appears to be true or false to us. Yeah? Everything here is seemingly so. The only reality there is, is what's looking out of our heads right now. That's the only reality there is here. And that reality is lending reality to things through identification as this thing. That's the bondage of self. When I first came into the satsangs, there was something that made a big impression on me. I listened and I watched. And in most cases, you don't know the identification as a self is in place because that's one of its qualities. When you're identified as a self, you only know from the self. You don't know the self. You're knowing everything from the self. In other words, 
there's a preset frame yeah, that we may not be aware of, and then our interest and attention is constantly directed outward, defined by that frame, and everything we meet is referred back to that sense of self. So when you hear the truth, the problem is not the message, it's who's hearing the message, how it's being heard. So we used to have this little example of the sheep and the lion, you know? So there's a herd of sheep, and some of them are sick and tired of being, you know, used for sweaters and fucking, you know, they're getting kicked around and they're herded up, and they like to have a little, they like to have a different life as a sheep. So they come upon an old book about lions, and they read it, and they sort of like the, you know, some of its qualities, man. No one's going to come near me with a shear with this, if I'm like a lion, yeah? This is stuff like that. So maybe a few of them like the idea, yeah, let's get a, let's have a meeting and talk about how to, you know, Lions, you know, and you get pictures and you get them blown up and you put them in nice frames and get candles. You have a little meeting on Friday night, yes. And then you go in there and everyone's like, we're having barring lessons, I mean, uh, roaring lessons on Saturday morning, you know, sign up for the roaring lessons and, and we're getting our hair straightened, you know, like a mane. And everyone's like, let's hear you, Arnie, you sound much better. Bah, bah, oh, it's getting close. <laughs> so we're all working and in our little world, oh, you, this is a noble endeavor you're on, Arnie, to become more like a lion. But what happens if you're not a sheep? What happens is if you are a lion, and when you come to a talk like this and you hear that you are a lion, and here it comes, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, it hits the ear of the fixed reference, and it turns into, I can become like a lion. The sheep is the imperative. The sheep is the reference. And I'm saying right now, the body is the reference. Everything, like the Course in Miracles says, the brain is interpreting to the body. The thought system is interpreting to the body. It's talking to the body. It's not talking to you or the spirit. It's talking to the body. That's why it doesn't make much fucking sense. That's why we have an irritability, restlessness, and discontent. That's why you're probably here. It's not like finding the newest technique to become more like a freaking lion. See if you're a sheep. The most important thing is check your ears. How are you hearing things? And I'm telling you, in time, the mental state is the quickest gun here. The only thing can outdraw it is timelessness, which is our being. Yeah? It's only a recognition of that which is timeless that produces an immunity to time processes. And the mental state is pretty damn fast. Let's say we have a, you know, epiphanies. You have, everyone's probably here. Your spiritual seekers. You must have a few epiphanies. <laughs> All right. So here's an epiphany. So, and what is an epiphany? Who the hell knows? Something intervenes. You know, it 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 stops your linear story, and then something. Whatever, you know, everything is unbelievable. And then, but you never make reservations for them, do you? You don't know they're coming on. Yes, you don't pull ahead with that Kenny G music ready and the candles and don't, no, do not disturb four hour sign. You have no idea. It just intervenes on the mental story, yes? The selfing has no interest in you, therefore, the self doesn't get produced, and therefore, you're free of the self. 
there's an epiphany. But I guarantee, if you ever had one, I know exactly when it seemed to end. And that was when the thought system says, I'm having an epiphany. Expand on it. That's what it does all the time. Whatever it comes in contact with, it will claim it. It will say it's you that's having it. And that which is had seems to be unhad. Yeah? So what do you have now? You have a nuded experience, which wasn't an experience. Then you go home to your little spiritual mantle and you put it up there. And then you call up the 800 line of epiphanies. I got I want to... Did anyone report any big epiphanies in Ashland? I think I got the biggest one this weekend. Five fucking hours. Yeah? It's dead. It's dead. As soon as it's claimed, its essence is gone. Because you are what you're looking for. But not as what's looking. How it's constructed, the what's looking has been turned into a who's looking. And then the who's is trying to find the what? It's impossible. It's like a great master Hawaiian poet, a great Zen master said, you can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use light to seek light. You can do it for eons and nothing will happen. In recovery, we say you can't, self can't get out of self. See, this is the the dilemma. Because if you're identified as the problem, when you meet the solution, it will be the problem that will receive it. It's sort of like the myth that goes up first is the mental state. It catches everything. And then it refers back to its system, its reference, and it has to neuter the truth, because you are the truth. It has to make the truth an experience, or a conceptual idea, or an object to you. Or it's just like, look at what, look at what in our, I don't know if you're into the spiritual stuff, but let's say you are. Look at what the word enlightenment and awakening is doing. Is it, is it producing peace and joy? It's driving freaking people crazy. They would have been better off they never heard the term awakening. And enlightenment is the big wazoo of all. You're always finding yourself somewhat off. I, I should be enlightened. Do you know what the fuck it means? The, the, the freedom from... What it is is a freedom from the need to be liberated. You lose total interest in all that stuff. This is like ordinary dog shit awareness. It's like incessantly on, all the time, never blinks, never looks any other way, and whatever can be perceived cannot be what's perceiving. So when there's the thoughts that my friend just shared today, and you feel like you went in something, and then you forgot and went back out, that's not you. That's just mental movement. Yeah. My fear is that I lose interest there's, there's no chance at all of people waking up. Fantastic. Just go right to sleep. Fantastic. Television. Fantastic. Drugs. That's right. Fantastic. There's no chance of there's no chance that you'll ever do it. Yes, that's true. If it takes all that work to end up getting there, that's that. Then it served you seriously. This is not an experience. You would, this is my opinion, my own experience with it, whatever. So, it's, but I'm going to throw it out there because we're here. 
This is not an experience. Awakeness is not an experience that you have. No experience stabilizes you. It's, first of all, its own nature is to come and go. And experiences are based on a lot of volatility. Yeah? But what you are, not saying we're a state, but to use it as like a, a, a difference from an experience, it's more like state-like. So in other words, what you are will influence all your experiences, but can never be experienced. Yeah? So, the, and that fear, that fear that if you don't keep looking, you're going to end up on a, tele, on a couch and not be doing everything, anything and watching me, uh, like daytime soaps or something, yeah? It's not even that you're worried about. It's the meaning your head gives it. What it means. You would, you would be okay if someone else was sitting on a, t- on a couch watching, but not you. You see the specialness? That's its, that's its advertising. It's sort of like, to take a look at this, it's a perfect example. There's a, let's say there's an event every year that a snake goes through, yeah, which is the molting of its skin. Every year, snake loses its skin and new skin appears. Yeah? So let's look at it from two points of view. Let's look at it from the skin's point of view. Now, the skin's point of view, it's that it's the snake. It sees itself as the snake, the skin. Yeah. Deep down it knows it's not, but it has this feeling that it's the snake. So if, when it starts feeling this, that it's going to start lifting off the snake, this is like apocalyptic to it. Yeah? So it's, it jacks into the snakehead brain and says, get a lot of moisturizer. Fucking don't go out in that noonday sun. Watch out for that rock. Don't go there. You can't. Don't get this skin anymore ripped. Yeah? From the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. Yeah? You just voice something from the skin's point of view. That, and it's telling you, if you let go of this fucking crusade, you'll be ending up in a television, whatever, sitting in a couch all day. This and that. That's its advertising campaign. It's like the skin. It's yelling and screaming, don't, don't, don't. But, as, but the snake, knowing full well deep down... When the new skin comes, it's going to attract the female snakes. It's smoother. It goes faster over things. It's freaking a win-win. It's the same event, two views. Your mental state is offering you a view, and then there's the vision of being at the exact moment. The mental state's offering is of time. Therefore, there's many, many gaps, and the vision is timelessness. So there's the solution. This, this idea isn't saying, all right, we've got to get here. We're just looking the other way. Who is it that's got to get there? Let's see if this is actually what you're taking yourself to be. And then maybe from that point on, all of its plans and agendas could make some logic, but if the thing it's basing its whole logic on is false, it's an insane system. It's a failed system. Yeah. So is it insane for me to continue to read The Course in Miracles, do the first three steps when I'm feeling out of whack, um, read Ajashanti to where I perceive is happening, that I, I like to think that I'm making myself grace prone, you know, putting, to allow, to make it 
yes. allow it to happen, to make it possible. Yes, yeah. I can see that. Well, if you really believe you need to do it, you better do it. Because if you follow the course, whatever the mind intends, that's how it is. So if your mind is intending it to be that way, then you better do it. Yeah? For me, the great relief was being freed from the need to be liberated. I lost total interest in it all. And therefore, I gained a huge amount of interest in what's so. I like the course, yeah. I was with it. I, I like it a lot. But the, for me, everything is pointing to you as what you are. You're it. Yeah. Everything else can just trigger a sense of that, but the sense of that isn't triggered in a way. You are it. Yeah. But does not reading the Course keep showing me that? Well, who is it that needs for it to keep being shown to? Maybe that's not you that constantly needs to have it shown to, that can't seem to get it. Maybe that's not you. Maybe you're serving what you're not in the pursuit of what you are. Who knows? I'm not telling you. I'm not giving you any advice, do this or don't do that. But I do know it's point, if the greatest service a tool can do is not needed to be used. Yeah. Just like the re- recovery, it's about freedom. It's not a, just another straitjacket of discipline and vigilance. I want to be. I became a free range alcoholic. <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I don't. I don't sit in a you know get ready, get set go rooms to come out here. It's always available at all times, right where I am, no matter what condition my mental state is thinking I'm in. I'm what precedes thought. I'm not what appears after thought. I'm not made by thought. You're seeing right now, yeah? Seeing. You were seeing before you saw the writing in the book, Course in Miracles, and you'll be seeing after you stop reading the book. You're incessantly seeing. Just like I was at a bookstore, one of those New Age bookstores. I do a talk at one of them. They haven't found out about me yet. They kicked me out. But they had a book, 900 pages on consciousness. You are consciousness. <laughs> it should have said an autobiography of consciousness. <laughs> but then every one of our names appeared and just blank pages. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's the livingness of it. <laughs> Why do I want to know something I am? I'd rather be it. Like, you know, Ramana Maharshi, yes? He says something beautiful. To know God is to be God. Not to become a knower of God. To, to be God. Yeah. If it's making you feel great, do it. Yeah. I don't know what else to do. Yes, well, <laughs> maybe some service. Put yourself out there to people you don't know. See what happens. You'll probably get a feeling that you would hope to get out of doing the other stuff. Because it's just a tried and true method to get out of self. And then when you get out of self, you'll become familiar with the presence that you are. Yeah? They're only examples or samples, but they're enough. The mind doesn't need tons of uh, 
repetition, it's like they say, you know, you can know the whole ocean by one drop. The mind gets things, yeah? It has a huge ability to entertain. It's being saddled by a system of thought and interpretation called self-centeredness, where our ability to entertain has been inundated, especially with time. So people never say, I'm okay. They say, I will be okay. Or I was okay. Yeah? It's always like a goal that they want to get to, not a pre pre state, you know, not a prior state that's always available, it becomes more attractive to the mental state that if you're going to go and get it. Because then it has something to do in the story. That's why non-duality, non-duality means not two. It doesn't mean one, it means not two. That's it. It doesn't so not, it doesn't go not two and then one, no, not two. That's all you need to go. If you see what you're not, the seeing of what you are not is what we are. You will see what you're not. You'll see, to me, the thought system and then the claiming of feelings. It's like this. Here's a. Let's just use this thing. This just has a meaning, a case, right? Everyone sees it. I change its intent. My case. Now it's being used to point to the owner, yes? The haver the doer, the thinker, the feeler, thoughts, my thoughts, feelings, my feelings, problems, my problems, time, my time. That's what the mental state is doing. It's using everything it comes in contact with to point to, to infer, to assume, to imply the one who's there that ain't. So people want to get out of thoughts, just see that you were never the thinker. If you're not the thinker, you'll lose interest in the thoughts because they're not about you. Seriously, people come over to my house and if they sit, they may be going crazy. I don't get, it's not contagious because I see them as their thoughts. I have an immunity to them. But those same thoughts, if they were held as mine, probably could have a huge impact. Where is the juice? In the thought or in the idea of having the thoughts? It's the mind. You have it here. You put money here, relationships here, health here. <coughs> Anyone would be, have a meaning to those three things, yeah? You have money, you feel maybe pretty good. Who knows? Health, you feel all right. Uh, whatever the last one was, relationship. Okay? I'm not going to change the word at all. I'm just going to put something in front of it. My money. So here I am. I wish all of you to have tons of money, but none of my money. What happened to money? I didn't change the word, did I? But I added something. This what this is what gives the meaning to money. The my my health, my relationships. This is what adds weight all day. All day. This isn't like you were bonded in Des Moines, Iowa to self like 25 years ago and you just haven't found the right Buddhist key to unlock it. It's an activity, a mental activity that's offering you an interpretation of life, yes? And it will constantly repeat it and it has one little, one little carrot always dang dangling. You're that. 
You're that which I'm thinking about. You're that which I'm talking about. You're it. You are that. It's called Buddhism. They call it cherishing the self. Yeah. So there's a cherishing. The mental state is addicted to this idea of being a self. To me, it's if you want to look at original addictions, that's the original addiction. Alcoholism and all the other addictions are just subdivisions of that. Yeah? That's all it is. Alcoholism is sort of like, it takes self-centeredness. But let's say self-centeredness is like a guitar. Alcoholism takes it and, and makes it an electric guitar. So, boom, you know, gets really fucking flamboyant and makes a lot of fucking trouble. But it's the same horn that's being played, the self thing. Belief is the arm switch. Hmm? Belief is the arm switch. Belief in being a separate, independent entity. Yes. Belief that it's happening to me. And the constant reinforcement of the belief. That's the point. This thing is incessantly implying that you have a lot to do with shit you have nothing to do with. What's my salvation? Eh? <laughs> Literally. It does. I mean, you know how much... E- to me, how it stabilized over the years, I call it traveling lighter, because that's what happened for years now. It didn't change the geography of my life, of this action figure, yeah, but it allowed whatever geography I have to go over for me to travel lighter over. On and on and on. Like, constantly stabilized, chilled outness in a sense. And all that was extracted was one little word, my... No dealing with the thoughts, no dealing with feelings, no dealing, changing any of that. Just taking the ownership away and my relationship to thoughts and feelings and time changed dramatically. So I knew the problem from the solution. And from the solution, from the problem, we need a solution. Big time. From the solution, there is no problem. What happens to the solution? When that dawns, there goes the solution. There's no need for it. That's the solution. You become what you've been looking for. You are what you're looking for. So the seeker is the sort. Yes. So until you, until you see that you're already there, all of the stuff like the Course, Rajashanti just gets co-opted by this. It can. I'm not saying it does or doesn't, but it's a very strong possibility Without you knowing it, something has claimed the activity that you thought you were doing and changing it or neutering it to a certain extent. Yes? What has it happened? How many talks have you gone to? Well, it's like trying to get that thing that you're not to some better place. Yeah, but what's keeping, what's making it so glorious, you think it's you. (laughs) That's what's making it so juicy. (laughs) <laughs> you want to be there to get it. I'm not worried about, like, you know, lying on the couch all day watching. I already do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's this, you know, there's this feeling like it's stopping, like just to stop, to give up on whatever, this better future for me that, um, you know, there's this, this persistent feeling that there's, like, this this isn't quite enough. There's something wrong here. Something needs to be fixed. Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that's pointing out something needs to be fixed is what needs to be fixed. (laughs) That's how it disguises itself. 
It's like Dracula would go out on all the vampire hunts. <laughs> I want to point out to you, you need to fix this. Oh, what about you? Oh, no. no I'm in the fixing business, not to be fixed, but the fixing business. It's like the serial killer always joins those groups that go searching for the Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not new. Never has been, never will be. So all the shenanigans, all the mental gymnastics, all the feeling of being in, and then get somehow blowing it, somehow and now you're out, none of that's true. It's all made up. It's all mental streaming. You are an unerring, unblinking, unmoving incessantly on awareness like the, like the sky like a big empty sky it allows everything to appear in it yet anything that appears in it doesn't affect it yeah. all the clouds have never left the lasting impression on the sky every night we see a new palette and a new artist a new painting and yet basically the only thing that's always left is the canvas Planes are going through it. They're not calling the tower up and saying, I ran into a big chunk of sky. The birds shit, they don't land on the sky. They land on the car. When it rains, it doesn't land on the sky. The sky allows everything to appear in it, yet it's not affected one bit by everything that appears in it. That's like mind. That's like big M mind. Yes? Well, what's happening is our interest and attention has been funneled through a reference as a thing, so we're very keenly interested in things. And things are thoughts, things are feelings, things are objects, things are opinions, things are this and that. It's sort of like, yet, it's like instead of there's the sky, and you thought your interest just kept going to the cloud, yeah? You would basically forget the hugeness that was holding the cloud, and it would all be about the cloud. That's what self-centeredness is like. It's a perfect definition of a failed system. It's centered on self. The I yes. I uh, don't know quite how to ask it. But what I'm hearing is that it's about evanescence. It's very, it's, there isn't anything I mean, to hang on to, right? And I don't, don't take this wrong. Why are you recording it? Because we have internet people. But, I mean, doesn't that go against what you're saying? I mean, no. Because you're hanging on to it. No, it's over there. What do you mean? Who's hanging on to it? See, oh, so you believe that hanging on infers there's someone hanging on. I, I don't know if that's a belief. I'm, I'm, it occurred to me to ask you. Oh, that. yeah. See, this is, well, I can use this as a good example. So, this is what happens. I call it, in some respects, in non-duality, non-duality Pharisees, yeah? They're into this letter of the law, but they miss the spirit of the law. There is, there is holding on, but there's no one holding on. What was the other thing? What was, what was this? Was I holding on, or? No, 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 I just, why are you recording it? If the evanescence, if you're talking about things appear, but then they are gone, and the experience is, is unique, why would you want to record it? Because then it's kind of like canned something, or it's not real anymore. You know but, someone, but someone or something that's real listening to it 
can intimate, intimate the reality with it. Yeah? This isn't, the message is not anything. It's what's hearing the message. We're the reality. Yes, and I'm, I'm hearing you, and I'm actually interacting with your energy and all of that, you know, totally, you know, my body. And it just occurred to me to ask you if that evanescence, if you're talking, what, what I'm getting. What does that mean? I don't know the word. The, um, it's like Newman. Something is evanescent if it, if it comes into being and then it leaves. Oh yeah, all right. But see, the thing the, that is just intimate what never comes and never leaves. And so everyone that hears anything, yeah, is that reality that never comes and never leaves. Yes. So something like that evanescence can intimate what you actually are. So what happens is we put this out because I, in my experience or in my sense, I have faith in mind. Yeah. I believe the mind already knows what's going on, but maybe it needs to hear the possibility. Yeah? And so we put it out that way. Well, I think you're, you're creating an audience there. The people will hear it, and they will respond to it. They won't respond to it the way that I'm responding to because I'm in this field here with you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd, run, I'd much rather have live, but yeah. that's, you know... People will respond to it. Well, let's let's say it's like leftovers, or it's like day it's like day old lasagna. But day old lasagna is pretty good. <laughs> At least my mother's day old lasagna is good. So yeah, I would love to always do live talks. But the fact is, there's people who are other places. Yes, that they use the internet to contact with things they can't go to. You know? So I don't mind at all. See, it all gets back to having mind, big M mind, yeah? I don't think it takes much to trigger mind to know tons of stuff. I just think people aren't hearing the possibility. And then, a lot of people now have heard the possibility, but they haven't been warned about what's going to rise up and catch the possibility, maybe before it hits them, yeah? Maybe before it hits them in their innermost, let's say. There's going to be a myth that's going to go up, which is the mental state, and it's going to claim it as you, and as soon as it gets the ball, it changes the get ball game. As soon as it catches the message, it neuters the message. I've seen it. I've seen it over and over again with people who I've seen come to talks. Yeah. I, simple thing like selfing. It's just an explanation of a mental activity. Yeah, Selfing. People get an understanding of it. They email me and they go, man, I've been selfing all day. I said, that's not it. The feeling of being the one who's selfing is the product of selfing. That's what we're talking about. Or they'll say, selfing's been driving me crazy. That's not it. Now, who is it that's being driven crazy is what the selfing is producing. To put you, to lose the ball game and look at, at the activity, then to see the false noun that's being inferred. It's the false nounness is what needs to be addressed because then everything as a verb makes fucking sense. When everything is verbing, which is the condition here, it makes incredible, it's like blue is blue and red is red. You don't have metaphysical confusion, everything is clear as day. It's when a part part of this verbing, this mental verbing, which implies there is a noun, that changes the whole ballgame, yeah? That's like the backstop. 
everything now is is seen in relation to this. And if this isn't so, then how we're seeing is off. Yeah, I call it a form of looking called self-centeredness, which is causing us to be blind to the seeing. And we're using the blindness to try to find what's seen when we are what's seen. So that that sense of oh, I've been selfing all day, and it's, and the sense of there's a there's a self that's being driven driven crazy by that. I mean, that can all be there, and yes. there's no problem. No problem. But if it's you, right. if you become that, then obviously the self can suddenly become a problem. Either it's a problem right. that's happening to you or you're doing it. Yeah. But it's possible to have that to work. It's all going to go on. The mental process, it will in time probably diminish quite a lot because it's fueled by our interest and attention. And when that leaves that dead preoccupation, then it starts losing. It's sort of like the movie isn't really good as the audience. Yeah. We're the audience. We're giving it all technical of fucking vision because we think it's about us. Yeah. I swear to God, we're lending it so much freaking reality. It's like the most interesting thing in, in the world. <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We used to have this thing there. We have a marquee outside here, a movie, and we're going to show Life of Paul. So, of course, like 40 Pauls come, and a couple girlfriends of ex-Pauls come to prove they were right about Paul. And they all come in, and everyone's excited. They love to see themselves for two hours. Yeah. And I know it's about one Paul, me, so I got the doors locked. And, you know, while they're all excited, they're eating day-old, you know, jujubes, but they don't care. It's stale popcorn. As soon as it starts rolling, they figure out it's not about them. They lose interest completely. I'm sitting there going, what? Phones are going to ring. Is it my fairy princess? Is it? Is it the woman I'm going to have three kids with and never get divorced? Is it? No, they're all, they want out. Why? Because it's not about them. It's a simple thing of using the poison as the antidote. Or just like here, let's say if there was a woman I was interested in a certain like horizontal way. Yeah, She was at a meeting over here. And so, uh, and I, my head is giving, just like if you know the cause, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. That's what we're afraid of. We're not afraid of the thing itself. We're afraid of the meaning we give it. So the meaning that you give to sitting on a couch is what you're afraid of. It ain't the couch sitting. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's the ladies in the other room. I'm interested in her. But I was supposed to be doing a talk, so people are looking at me, and they see that I'm a little spaced out. And they go, Paul, you know, you should, you should be present here. This is, I said, yeah, I, I agree, but I can't. I'm really interested in hearing what this lady says. And so someone throws a book on the table, how to lose interest in a conversation in another room. And I go through it quickly. And I agree with it, but I can't. It doesn't seem to help because she means a whole lot to me. Yeah? So then I finally hear she starts talking. I go, I'm really keen on it. And she says, I really like that guy, Matt. And my name is Paul. What happens to my interest and attention? It leaves immediately. I don't have to take a three-month retreat to get it. I don't have to learn a technique to pull it back into the moment. It just immediately leaves that because it's not about me. That's the whole key. You would be so... Someone comes over your house and is talking about all the shit that's actually not happening. 
you're bored in five minutes unless you want to sleep with them or something, you know. If you have a self-interest, you may listen to them talk about their cats for four hours, but you're not going to, once you go to bed with them, you're never going to listen to them talk about the cat for four hours again. So, so basically, tell the truth, you know. We're all out there consuming and interested in things. So... So, as soon as I, as soon as, you know, the person comes over and they start com- complaining, oh, you know, I'm so worried that I'm going to have cancer next year. So you're like, but I can't see it, feel it, taste it, touch it. It's not happening to me. Yeah? I'm bored. I don't want to listen for another hour of this. I'll do the laundry, anything. Yeah? But the same thing, it's been, you've been listening to the same thing for 40 years. As long as it's about you, you're keenly interested in it. Yeah? Why not look at that? If you're not that which is being thought about, you may lose interest in the thoughts. It happened with me. That's how I know the problem, because I've seen it from the solution. I entertained some ideas, and some things occurred. And I got relief from the bondage of self. And the relief came from a huge disinterest So if you're not the thinker, everything changes, yeah? And I'm saying you're not. Yeah. Find out. See if you are not, yeah? You go from being so interested, self-centered and interested in this case and wanting to wake up to... I, I can't make myself about my thoughts. Well, you just have to realize it's not you caring about them. Just entertain that idea. Don't try to change what you're doing. If you're, don't, don't try to change anything. Just see if it's happening to you or not. Yeah? Or if you're doing it. If you're not, it will change the whole dynamic. Seriously. You'll lose interest in a lot of it. With no effort or thought on your part. It'll just happen. And you'll find out why it happened. Yeah. But it has me. I don't read stuff. I watch I look at New York Yankee blogs and shit. <laughs> I did the downloads I, I, I receive tell me to keep myself very, very mundanely you know, I like going to thrift stores. My big win is buying a t shirt, you know. <laughs> a good latte makes my whole day. You know what I mean? I'm not trying I'm not walking around thinking about where I measure up to enlightenment. (laughs) Your head, of course, made it a thing. If you're the subject, everything else is objectified by you. If you're not the subject, then subjectivity becomes obvious. Yeah? If you're the subject, everything's objectified. Everything. Before you know it, you're in a relation. That's what the, the basis of duality is, is dualism. Subject-object. That's the first duality. What they call it split mind. So the whole mind splits into this idea of subject-object. So the awareness is coming out of both, but I see it as coming out of me. Yeah? And then all these yous, this one you gets crowned me. There's no other me in the freaking world. I'm the only me there is. And yet I'm dealing with another me over there, which causes it very difficult to communicate because I'm talking to you. But you're not hearing it as a you, you're hearing it as me, 
and I'm talking at from it as me, and you're hearing it as you. <laughs> you don't see why communication's so off. <laughs> you don't see ever hear people talking about projection. You all you're seeing is yourself all fucking day. Look the course in miracles. The first six lessons lead to the seventh lesson, which is the, I see only the past. And that's the reason why the other six are there, that everything is meaningless and nothing has any meaning except the meaning I give it. On and on and on and on. So if you're seeing only the past, you're basically seeing nothing. Right? So you're blind. So if you're busily looking for what's seeing, you'll be blind to the seeing by the looking. And there's no exemptions. If you talk to any of the people that you go see, do, they cannot say with a straight face that they produce something. Do, do they? They can't. Something happened, seemingly. But what happened was from what's always happened. So it's not a happening, really. Yeah? If something's always happening, it's not a happening, is it? It's just beyond. So, yet... So how are you going to approach what can never be approached? How can how how much closer can you get to everywhere as everywhere? The dilemma is you cannot transcend an imaginary place. You cannot get out of an imaginary place. That's why nothing's fucking working. Because we're missing a very important information. We believe something that ain't so to be so. We're trying to get out of something we were never in. You can see it with, remember that big rash of books about how to be in the moment? It was like a big thing for a few years. So you'd get the first book, How to Be in the Moment, and then you'd read it and you'd try to get into the moment. And then you'd get the second edition, How to Really, Really Be in the Moment. You know? And then you go, then you spend $2,000, go to a special meeting, and they give you the third edition, How to Really, Really, Really Be in the Moment. But it's based on an insane idea you could be out of any moment. That's the insanity. It's not that you can't get in, you're believing you, you're out. Just like when you were a kid, were you trying to better your life when you were two and three years old? When I was playing, was I worrying about, will I be playing next week? Time hadn't set up yet. The mental state hadn't developed enough to produce its story. So I was basically inherently free, unless my circumstances were abusive, which they were. I was in a middle-class family in Long Island, and when I was playing with ants, that's all there was. Yeah. I wasn't looking to meditate or anything like that. I had no need to get out because I hadn't entertained the possibility I could be out. Everything was in, and that was that. What happened? A mental state developed, then we started buying these insane ideas. You're out of the moment. But if you look at the surveillance cameras, you're always there. The body, every scene of every crime you've been in, you were there. But I wasn't really there. Yeah, yeah, you were. 
the whole idea of trying to get in what you can't be out of, and then conversely, trying to get out of self which you can't be in. This message truly is not a good business plan. Because I'm supposed to be obsolete as quickly as possible, really. And maybe you'll like to see me, which would be nice. But basically, this year in and year out, going on and on and on, that's not the message. The message is, you are what you're looking for. You don't have to live it, you're being it. Whatever your seat assignment is, there you are. You'll have the ability to fulfill it. This action figure is wound up, it has a destiny. Yeah, all the thoughts are about it, not about you. You're the seeing of the thoughts, but you're not what's being seen by the thoughts, or what's being presented or inferred by the thoughts, but you are the seeing of it all. Use that as a ruler, and I'm telling you, it's reliable. Bring it back, like they say, there's an old statement that whatever is thinking can't be thought about. Whatever is seen can't be seen. Whatever is hearing can't be heard. Whatever is feeling can't be felt. Whatever is tasting can't be tasted. Yes? So if you follow a sound, let's say, audio is a very cool way because it's, when you usually see a thing, there's two references, the thing and you, but in sound, it's like you're lost, isn't it? When you close your eyes, you can't really picture where the sound is. It's more... Like it's like being in a big thing of water almost. Yeah. So you lose a reference. So if you listen to sound, like you hear this sound of the fan, and then all right, what what seems to precede that sound? Okay. I can hear the sound of the air going up my nose, and then maybe if you you ever hear the hum in your head, that vibration. All right, that vibration is more constant than the breath. That vibration's always going off as long as you're alive, yeah? So you go back there. That's the closest you can get to. It's like the closest sound to you is that sound. What's hearing that sound? Is what's hearing that sound a sound? No. So what's hearing it can never be heard. Yeah? But it's what's hearing everything. But it can never be heard. What's seeing is seeing everything, but never can be seen. What's feeling is feeling everything, but never can be felt. It's not an experience. You are not an experience. The body is having experiences. You are not an experience. That's, that's reliable. That's always available at all times with no requirement necessary to meet it. You are it. You're so prior to the point of meeting anything, you are that. Put it to the test. There's an old Zen treatise called Faith Mind, and I love that statement because faith in mind. You know? The mind will reveal a lot in such a very little bit of time. You can have downloads of an immense information that don't take a second. It's like a wave gets began, and for the next few years it just keeps crashing. This has How do you know that that you are that can't be known? How do I know it? 
it's not a knowing like that. It's more an intimation. I can't know it because I'm knowing everything from it. But I can. It can be intimated. So it's like the presence is an intimation of it. Yeah. So the way it happens with me is by seeing what I'm not. It intimates what I am. I am the seeing of what I'm not. So to me, this life is like love, because all day, all I'm seeing is what I'm not. And by seeing what I'm not, what I am is being intimated, because I can't see what I am. Yeah? It's sort of like if you looked at a mirror, and you looked in, and you didn't look at your reflection, all you saw was the space. So by seeing that you're not there, you get the sense of all the space. That's what the information is like. Yeah? And so what you're seeing is always going to be seeing what is the, what it's not. Yeah, it is obviously, but it's not in a, in appearance. Yeah, by that seeing what it's not, instead of the emphasis on what's being seen, the emphasis starts landing back on what's seen, and that's the sense of being. Yeah, there we there you rest, like Ramana Maharshi said with the self-inquiry. Ask questions, but when you arise arrive at that sense of being, stop, rest. And because it's being complete, it's not in a time process, it's not wasing and willing, it's being, yeah? It's not in a process, it's not in a culmination. What's in a culmination, what's trying to culminate, what is in the process is the mental state. The selfing is sort of like what Buddha said, the root cause of all suffering is desire. To me, the selfing has a desire to become and to unbecome what it believes it is. So the selfing always wants to become a self, and it can never have that desire completed. It can only reach a level of seemingly so, because it runs a huge advertising to what is so, and we lend our reality to that, through identification as a body. Yes? So, when you this is a lot tonight. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Big chunks of the iceberg. So when I'm able to see that which I am not, I perceive that everything is cool. When I'm, what I'll just say, what feels like lost in thought and not experiencing myself as the one who sees, I perceive that something's wrong. I think see yeah but see that's a big leap there's a perception or a thought that's something wrong but then that arises that there's the eye that thinks something's wrong see that's the bondage that's the identification so if I'm lost if I could see that I'm lost in thought but you've never been lost in thought it's just your interest and attention has gone to the thought or to the sense of being but it's not you. And this fantasy, and I perceive that, that there's something wrong when that's happening. Yes. And you're saying there is nothing wrong? No. What can appear to be wrong ultimately isn't wrong. Yeah? Something can appear to be wrong in time, but in timelessness, nothing ever happened. If you read the Course, yes? Nothing's ever happened. Tell the truth. 
literally. So if you read the course, you, yeah, just let it take your mind where it wants to take you, which is not to forgiveness, but atonement, which is nothing ever fucking happened to forgive. Yeah? The idea of separation never occurred. It's a fucking mental loop, which is the time quality. Yeah? So the mental loop is going, and we're thinking we're a body in time, and therefore its, it's seeming reality seems real to us, because we're identified with the object that's seemingly in it. Yeah? It's like if you're, in a, if you're in a small room with a tiger, <coughs> it would scare the bejesus out of you, probably. Yeah? Because you know the qualities of a tiger. It's a little touchy, and you go off at any minute. And you can read all the books about how to cohabitate a small space with a tiger and maybe feel like you're getting a little better, but any moment the tiger could just rip you throat out, right? So you're always going to have an unease there, disease, you know? You may be civilized and looking like you're cool, but you're like, whoa, you know, I don't know. So, but what would happen is, so then maybe you could read another book, well, just see it as a dream tiger, which is going to be very, very difficult to do if you're taking the dreamt object as you uh, just see if you're not, if you're if you're a dreamt object, then you'll see the tiger is dreamt, and then you won't have any fear. Yeah, like the course says, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. They say the dreamer. I don't like the noun. So you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming, which is as important. So how do we forget that we're dreaming? Now, to me, how I, how I saw it is that I remember that I'm the dreamt. So, I remember self, which makes me the dreamt, and for me to have, to have this seem as real as real can be, something has to be forgotten, which is I'm the dreaming. So, now I take myself to be the dreamt, yeah, not the dreaming. And this is what happens. So, it says, all right, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming the dream. And in that state, we give everything we dreamt the power to affect us. Sounds like each and one of our days, yes. It's a perfect diagram of everyone's day on this planet, in the course. Very simple. Two sentences here. One sentence. You and I are the dreaming of this dream. And this is a dream. You can, just by having a subjective experience, you know it's a dream. Because this event isn't going to be, it's going to be seen in all different ways by everyone here. So we override whatever event we're in, yes? As physics says, the greatest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. So the greatest influence in life is the living of it. <laughs> no, nothing precedes us. Nothing is behind us. We are what we're looking for. We are reality, yeah? Dreaming. And when reality dreams, and it becomes identified as the dreamt object, then the dream really fucking seems freaking real. And we give everything, people, places, things, all the power to affect me as the dreamt. Yes. How are you going to get out of that? Impossible. But realize you're not in it. That's the way. You're the dreaming. You're not the dreamt. Trump goes on and on, just as it's going to, but there'll be a little bit of a lightness to it that you can never find in this place, because like Jesus says, we're in this world, but not of this world. The relief of this world doesn't come from in the world, it comes from the otherness that we are. We are that. We're the interface between infinity and time.
I find it just it just allows you to have a better fucking Friday. Seriously, I mean, I actually become more vacant. I never, I've done tons of these talks, and I can't make a fucking bit out of it. It's just like a vacuum I'm in for hours. I can't fucking, every time I go home, no one even asks me how was the trip, because I just say it's over. I can't fucking, I can't get anything out of it. It's beautiful. It's like being in an empty vacuum all day. More and more. That's fine with me. It's just like something fading out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It had its flamboyant colors, and now they're fading. <laughs> so what happens is the background comes to be the foreground. The space becomes everything, and the things become the background. Just like in Japanese art. You ever see them? Well, they'll have a branch with five leaves. They're trying to point to the space. That's the whole point of it, is to get the sense of space. Yeah, not the things. Not having everything has to be filled up with things, but the sense of space. That's more of our ourness than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Always happening, are you? You made a big mistake coming here. The spiritual subpoena has been served. You're gonna be into, you're gonna be called to the court of light, thank God, not the court of mental. No, you've been convicted there already. <laughs> you went to the enlightenment court, court, and they found you lacking. <laughs> you are destined to suffer and end up on a couch. <laughs> Honey, you're so cool. You're just really beautiful. You're just give yourself a break. You say in AA, don't take yourself so seriously. Service is a great way, really. I did, when I first started doing talks and with people other than recovery people, because that would, recovery people bring it out of me. It's my tribe, and they're fucking making a mess. <laughs> they're like just going crazy, producing suffering constantly and bringing it to a lot of other people, you know. But I went to my first talks in Toronto, and a guy came there, and he had been reading too many books, you know. And he was like going off on this. Take and I told him in the, in the break. I said, "Don't come back to the next meeting. Go to a soup kitchen. Yeah, don't go serve someone you know. Go to a place where you can serve people that you don't know. And I bet you it'll be more. It'll serve you more than listen to any more of this shit, really, because you don't have any sense of what it's like to be out of self. You need a, for the mind to entertain a possibility. It has to be introduced to it." So this is what was the dilemma when I was in recovery. For 11 years, I was in recovery, and I was doing workshops there about the root of the problem. You know, I went all around the world and did these talks, a lot of places. And then something happened, downloads occurred, my head, something moved, and then I, that chapter I always spoke out of, I looked at, and I saw it, and then totally all different stuff and one of the one of the statements was this beautiful statement it says being convinced which means to believe with certainty this is we're talking in recovery we do an inventory on the, the introductory inventory is on three topics resentments fears and harming other people in the pursuit of what you want so you do an inventory of your past and you see how those things happened in your life yeah Alright, so this is, this is the book's explanation of what was going on. It says, being convinced that self, 
manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So we're the us, yeah? And then there's this mental installment called selfing. Yeah? Selfing defeats us, manifesting in many ways. Just look at a dictionary, look up self, and there'll be a hyphen, and there'll be about 160 attributes. And I bet you if you total them all up, uh, if you have a negative and positive, maybe 120 are negative and 40 are positive. So that's where you start every day. <laughs> self-destruction, self-hate, self-loathing. It's a self, self, self. These are the manifestations of how it defeats us. Yeah. So it's very clear. All right, so now if you're convinced of this, we're going to look at its, self's, common manifestations in one's life. All right, and the next paragraph says resentment. It's the killer, more alcoholics than anything else. People having a resentment or like an unresolved anger towards something that happened to them in the past, and they just cook it for years and years and years. So what it's saying is resentment is a manifestation of self in our lives. Yeah? It's not us. It's a manifestation of self. And through the manifestation, self defeats us the fear, the anxieties, all that stuff it's producing, okay? So, for me, it was like a parasite. Something that came in and took over the host. Yeah? And if you've ever seen, they've done a lot of studies on parasites lately. This one they found, Toxo, is an incredible parasite. That's its nickname. It's a long name. And it's in our brain, and it's in tons of mammals, and but it can only reproduce in a cat's belly. Yeah, this is its dilemma. So, of course, it doesn't have transportation. It's in fucking some mice or some rat, but it has to get to the cat. What does it do? It jacks into the rat's head and when it, and tells them, when you see a cat, run at it. This is what it does. I saw an interesting video. In the middle of the day, these four cats are hanging around this corner on this wall. A rat comes out sees them and runs right at them. The cats don't know what to do. You know, the rats are, because the rat was just being used for transportation. The parasite's got to get into that cat belly and it's got a severe limitation. It doesn't have any legs. It's stuck in a rat's body. So it jacks in. You don't think that's happening to you? By a non-entity parasite called selfing? You better believe it is. It's jacked into the thought system and it disguises itself as you, and now you try to be free as that, instead of being free from that. That's the bondage of self. And most people, knowingly or not knowingly, they're going to the meetings, and that may be in place. That selfing may be what's running the show. And when you're hearing the message, it's also hearing the message, and it's hearing it before you do. You get its version of the message, which is, I can get that. I can do that. I can have that. That's not the message. Like I saw this one translation, a transcription of a teacher years ago. He did four pages of talking about non-Jewishship. Uh, non it was great, beautiful. And then the next paragraph after four pages, it says student. And the lady goes, all right, I understand everything you said. Now what do I do? You see, this is how stubborn the fucking reference is. How are you going to get prior to it if you're after it? If you're being produced by that system, how are you going to get, as the production, get before it? You ain't. 
And the sense of selfing, when it kicks, when it arises, it has a historical feeling. You feel like you were it in the past. It's made up. It's not so. It's arising. Not all the time, but in time. What we are is all the time. So in this gunslinging thing, timelessness is never going to lose out to time. And you are more of a timeless nature than you can imagine. And that's where the solution lies. Not at the end of a process, but prior to the process. The freedom is prior to the bondage. Not after it. It's prior. There's a recognition that the problem is imaginary. That's the solution. What is? If you see something is not happening, what more do you need to do? When someone points out to me, hey, Paul, you know, that's not happening. What more do I need to do? But, all right, thanks. And like the Course says, your mind intends it. Read the... Um, The chapter of uh, I Need Do Nothing. Yes? Read the chapter of I Need Do Nothing, where he goes off on all the different ways. Yes? Meditation, contemplation, service, this and that. And he says, because the mind intends to be free through those, it will. But it's going to take a whole lot of time. And he says, if you're reading this book, maybe this book is is for you, and what it's going to do is save you time. Because everything that's worth its own salt is going to lead you to the realization, I need do nothing. Why not start there? All the somethings are always going to end up nothing anyway. Why not just start with nothing? Because nothing is the gift that keeps on giving. That's where everything comes from. It's nothing. Nothing is it. No thing. It's simple. You can you you know before knowing you were located there. You've always been located there. This isn't a big stretch or a leap. It's just it's just that you know the message can be repeated because it's not a dissertation. It can be repeated quite a lot, and you know one time you'll hear it differently than another time, and it'll get in, and there'll be an aha that will get some traction, and then you'll see you'll know the tree by its fruits. Like Jesus said, you can't know the tree, but you'll know it by its fruits. Yeah? So you'll start seeing, hey, shit, things are getting okay. Without much thought or effort on my part, maybe I could be, you know, written more out of the movie here. <laughs> maybe instead of life with Paul, maybe at the best would be life without Paul. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just an invitation. That's what your girlfriend said those many years ago. <laughs> what? That's what your girlfriend was saying those many years oh. ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my ex-girlfriend. Ex- <laughs> I never saw her again. Uh. And, you know, something like that. You can't... I mean, either I was an addict or I'm not an addict. The thing is, I'm neither. That was one production through the action figure, and I was... I would match my addiction to any fucking spiritual devotee in the history of spirituality. The monkey guy, I was devoted to cocaine more than fucking he was ever devoted to Rama. Like, I'd do anything for coke. I adored it. I loved it. I'd take what I had. I'd take what you had and give it to it. 
and I lived it. And if you could transcend this place with drugs, I should have. And you can't because it's an imaginary place. You can't get out of what you're not in. You just got to see it as not you're not in it. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's just so much faster. You save so much time. And I read the course every once, so I brought it with me. I wanted to read. Want me to? I want to read something, right? You mind? You have five more minutes. This part I like. I was hoping some Boston Miracle people were here. I spent a couple of times. You ever hear of Endeavor Academy? Oh, like a crazy cult in Wisconsin. I was involved with them. They were crazy. This is a. Uh, I like this book. This is out of a section about the holy relationship. Uh, this, and so he's talking about the description of selfing in a sense. So he uses the term ego. See, I don't believe it's. I don't like ego because usually when people talk of ego, they say I have an ego. The feeling of having an ego—that's the selfing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it says yeah. Yet we heard. We have heard a very similar description earlier about them, yeah. but it was not of you. That's all you can teach is about what you're not. You can't teach about what you are. You are. You can teach about what you're not. Like a great Zen master, Dojin, said, to study Buddhism is to study the self, and to study the self is to forget the self. Because if you study the self, you're going to get that it's not you, and then you're going to start forgetting it. So here it says, Yet we have heard a very similar description earlier, but it was not of you. But still... This strange idea, which it does accurately describe, you think is you. <laughs> you see, it has to be preceded with think. You think it's you. That's always how it's you, is think. You think it's you. Yeah. Reason would tell you that the world you see through eyes that are not yours, which is self-centeredness, must make no sense to you. To whom would seeing such as this send back its messages? Surely not you, whose sight is wholly independent of the eyes that look upon the world. If this is not your vision, what can it show to you? The brain cannot interpret what your vision sees. This you would understand. This is very important. The brain interprets to the body. The brain, perceptions, language, interprets to the body. It's communicating to the body. It's calling the body in. The brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. But what it says you cannot understand, yet you have listened to it. And long and hard you try to understand its messages. And it goes on and on and on. You see it, eh? So the brain, the language center, is interpreting this whole place to the body. This is the reference. 
it's talking about a you that we're not really connected to. It seems so foreign in a deep sense. Why am I, as the thinker, so occupied with time when I'm here? It would seem seem so obvious that this would be the interchange place. This would be where the living is. This is where the interest and attention would lie to enrich one's life. Why is it that my interest and attention is in this mental tunnel of time going back yesterday and ahead to the future where my interest and attention, which is actually my life, it seems to have been blown to the mental winds. That never freaking made sense to me. That I would rather be okay later than okay now. That I'm using this moment to get to a bigger, better moment when it's obvious there's nothing other than this going on. Yet, this will constantly interpret to the body, and the body is of time. So its interpretation is, it puts more value in the yesterday and tomorrow, because it's using right now to think about yesterday and tomorrow. How can you have any disguise of where its value is? It's right here now, thinking about yesterday and tomorrow. So when we align ourselves, or what we are, to that which we're not, through this bridge of language, through this incessant yapping, and we keep claiming its positions, its points of views, its ideas as ours, that's the act of being identified as a self. See it clearly. And you'll put an end to it. I'm going to bitch slap you soon. <laughs> I am, I swear. If I had a sword, I'd cut my head first, but you, you'd be next. I'm going to be next. All right. Um, this not being fully present and having mental thoughts about the future. But I just want to say some first. You are fully present. Okay. The thoughts make it seem like you're not. They can't make it so, but they can make it seem so. And if they convince the reality, then the reality will see it as seemingly so. Yes, so, go ahead. So, um, is, is the future thoughts particularly are driven by the, the want to survive, the body's want to survive. Like, in this moment, this present moment, I'm here, I'm safe, and so when I have future thoughts, it has to be like Will I be sick? Right. And the deeper wanting to survive is a body. Yes. And that's the body's programming. Why do you claim it to be yours? The body will do a lot better without you meddling in its affairs, really. I swear to God, I've gotten healthier, more healthier, as soon as the mother hen of selfie got off my fucking egg. <laughs> Seriously. The body has an agenda. It has a, it's got its drive. It's seeking balance in some other ways. That's, that, that's going to go on. And actually, it goes on much better with less interest, to tell you the truth. Yeah. 
you can be reestablished in like wonder and awe and spontaneity, intuition, download, wisdom, yeah, where you can walk brazenly, faithfully, clear without knowing when the next step's going to show up, but you'll stick your foot out and it always just there appears. Yeah? That, I would hope, would convince you sooner or later that you're in good hands. You don't need to be holding yourself all day the mental hands. Haven't you been looking at my life? I got run over twice in one night. That's a difficult thing to fucking pull off. Even if you're the doer. You know, it'd be very difficult. I've been shot at. Tons of shit have happened to me. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason why this should be continuing. But I, it's like I can't kill it. It's like a cockroach. It just keeps on keeping on until it won't. You know, that's none of my business in a sense. My my body has its agenda. It wants to. It wants to be okay. Yeah, fine and dandy. I don't claim. I don't. I don't change that because I don't claim it to be mine. You know, I see a very distinct difference between the thoughts about the body and then the space behind the thoughts. Yeah, I don't see. I don't. I don't think they're mine. Those thoughts, and they're not about me. So you become, in a sense, weirdly, more of an individual when you're not an individual. You get quirkier and quirkier. Fucking things just hang out. <laughs> I don't know. It makes no sense to me either. You know, downloads I get do not try to get any deeper. This is as deep as you want to be. This is dog shit awareness. You're being put to great use, Paulie. Just, you know, don't make it a topic of, uh, of, <laughs> of inquiry. Just read Yankee blogs and go to thrift stores and have lattes. Come here, share. Yes? Hold the certainty and then just sense the presence in the room. Yeah. It's, it's like, a, to me, when I heard it, it was like an unspoken yes. It just hit me. And then it's just been echoing ever since. You know? Some stuff had to be removed, other things had to be rearranged to get a clearer. It's like being a hose and then the water. Yeah, the hose's whole definition is based on the water moving through it. Yeah, if it, if the water isn't moving through it, it's just an empty little plastic circular thing. Yes, but the water is what defines us. So you feel life. You see. You feel what's seen. You know. And you'll be put to use. We all have our seat assignments. Yeah. To me, it's just like musical chairs. So I've sat in this chair, but the music goes on. You get up, and I've been landing on the same chair, but you never engrave your name in it. Anytime anyone takes a position, you're going to fall. So you're just doing it because that's what's happening. I don't look that deeply into stuff, to tell you the truth. This is some, you know, humble invitations. I believe most people are like me after a few years. <laughs> They've been listening for a few years. Oh, I got it! <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I put it out. Repetition's helpful. Just entertain it, see what happens. I bet you'll see it in the course differently, just by that, read that thing. Yeah. 
to see it differently. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think what I was trying to say before was that the, the body's wanting to, and the mind, I guess, too, wanting to survive is so strong. It feels so strong. Yeah. That's what kind of, it feels like it, it hijacks the whole thing. And they get caught up in, like I said, future thinking, wanting to be saved. All right, but this is where the entertaining is, all right? Just throw in the idea that it's not you that's getting caught up in all that stuff, yeah? It's not saying anything about getting caught up. Getting caught up happens all the time here. But why does it have to imply a you? That's an addition, a mental addition. That's using something that comes up to point at something that never shows up, yeah? So maybe just throw it in there. When, when you feel like you've been carried away by the thoughts, ask us that subjective question. Who is it that's been carried away by the thoughts? And then if it says me, ask who is that me? And just sit there, and then you, you're, you know, you'll get a hit on your original face, as they say in Zen. Yeah. Don't change a damn thing. Just question. Just throw a question or two in there. And after a while, you won't even have to throw a question. You'll just see, like Kuang Po said, whatever can be perceived can't be perceived. So if you perceive thoughts, yeah, and you're and you are taking yourself to be a thought, that's not what's perceived. Yes, simple ruler that will serve you greatly. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceived. Whatever can be heard cannot be heard. Yes. Whatever can be seen cannot be seen. You can apply it to everything, all the senses, and I'll bring you back to the same square zero. And I'm telling you, most of us are starting on a mental square called square three. And we're ta- and it's very difficult to make sense out of the game board from square three. If you see it from square zero, it seems much different. Makes me, it may make more, a lot more sense to what you are. It may actually resonate and connect, yeah. Because it won't be, it won't be interpreting to the body. So that's it for today. What was the chapter again that you read? Uh, this is the holy relationship, four seventy-six, I think. Right. It's a nice one, yeah. I did a Course in Miracles thing in New York, you know, at a group. I did a, I was back in New York doing some talks, and then these people came and asked me to do a course, because they know I've been involved in the course. I hadn't done it in years, so I went there, and I, after the talk, I read the book, and I saw this, that little paragraph, and it really was good to me. Yeah, it made a lot of sense, isn't it? Yeah. There's another one I always love, is this one. This one is I really love, it says, you and I are the dreaming, yeah? And we're gonna we're gonna dream ourselves out of the dream. So this is a beautiful statement. So it's gonna use the dreaming to dream itself out of the dream. And while we do, the dream will get happier. What a beautiful statement! Eh? So you and I are the dreaming. We're gonna dream ourselves out of here. And as we do, the dream will get happier. That's 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 matches my experience. Yeah. Okay.
second step, man. Second lesson. You and I give everything all the meaning it has. That explains a huge amount. See it, you know? See it. Check out what happens when you see that you and I give everything all the meaning it has. And most of the meaning's been given from self-centeredness. This is a failed system. Yeah. Sense it, bro? <laughs> I mean, it's such a fucking alive thing, maybe. <laughs> Just your mind can go wild. You know what we've been like? We've been like marathon runners that have been put in a closet. We've been running over the same old possibilities. I will be okay. It's going to get better. Da 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 da. On and on and on. We've been over every inch of self-centeredness. We tried every all of its formulations of how to be happy, and most of them, all of them, have failed. Yeah. And it's like we're dying in this little claustrophobic little playpen. This possibility can open you up, open the mind up, like open the skylight. Let some downloads in, vertical downloads of information, not horizontal downloads you're picking up through perception and senses all day, but vertical downloads from nothingness. Yeah, you can have you have the ability. We're not a one-station radio. We're transmission and receiving, and we can pick up modalities of mind that aren't based on self. That's it. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> hey, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yes, yes. Come on, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>